0: Let's make sure history never forgets the name. Sci-Fi malady. Got out.
1: So, Rage, what train wreck of a movie do we get to watch today?
0: What or
2: where? Don't you mean we're going to watch? Good point. Where were we going to watch it? Can you guys
1: try to make sense?
2: Uh, not yet. Cause we're, or we trying to give you a clue.
1: I'm really not in the mood for this game.
0: Come on, Thomas. You played a lot of games. Weren't you going to play one tonight?
2: A-, a video game movie? No, no, not quite. You know, Scott, maybe we should give more detailed clues.
0: You know, that might help a little. Okay. This film stars in Estevez.
2: Oh, and much like our last film, looks a lot older than it should, considering it was made in 1997.
1: Uh, uh, nope, I give up.
2: Oh, come on. Were you to guess, you might be able to see where we're going with this. Got it now? Uh, Nope. Still don't have it. Fine. We're watching the movie Werewolf from 1997. Werewolf.
0: Don't you mean werewolf?
1: Guys, can we just watch the movie already? Fine.
0: Spoil sport. Sci-fi melody. Symptom 250. Werewolf. Sickies. This is not off to a good start. For some reason, Audacity will only pick up two microphones. Why am I recording with Audacity? Because I got cheap and got rid of my um, subscription to Audition. So what happens now is Thomas and I are sharing a microphone, and I feel at times that we're doing a music video for an 80s power-bowed duet.
2: Feel free to admit that, Ruck, because meta sucks. Anyway. the
1: guy who talks about the the youtube video i watched this week yeah
2: (laughs) welcome back sickies to our i believe this will be the final episode of jokester june and we are doing the i guess you would say some of the best of mystery science theater 3000 in an ironic twist of reviewing a review show sort of which whatever it's awesome
0: we're a review show reviewing a review show
2: Inception man But meta sucks It
0: sure does Who came up with the idea for a review show To review a review show
2: Uh, Ruck actually Anyway, oh, just blame it on Rock when all else oh, fails, man. Whipping boy Rock. Yep, throw Rock <laughs> under the bus. You got that right. Anyway, so we, uh, we're finishing up with the movie Werewolf from 1997. And much like last week's Time of the Apes, which was made in what, 1986, 1987? But looks like it was made in 1970. This film, in fact, Scott even made a mention to me that this film was made in '97? He texted that while watching it. And then I suddenly realized, oh, yeah, it is. It looks like it was made in 1982. Minimum. 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 If we're lucky. I'm pretty positive that um,
0: my sister, myself, and my cousins made better movies with my uncle's home video camera in our backyard when we were 12.
2: Yeah. So, this movie... You know, normally sickies, I love the beef, like the beef, the beef, and drama.
1: Let's be honest, you normally seem to go for the Ds. Ds, Ds, Ds,
2: Ds, nuts. D, 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 nuts. 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 Ha!
1: Ha! Got Yeah,
2: but these are movies that quite honestly, And I admitted this with Thomas in the pre-show, that if it weren't for the MS3K guys, I would not watch these movies. The Time of the Apes and Werewolf would not happen. I would start watching it and 10 minutes later say, okay, we're done with this. This isn't a B-movie though.
0: A B-movie knows what it is and sets out to be something. Pardon the pun. Not necessarily. This is a direct-to-video movie, which is the replacement of B-movies, but we all know that direct-to-video, it sucks. It doesn't even have the charm of a B-movie. It's just something that didn't get made for theaters and rightfully shouldn't have been made for theaters.
2: Well, and what's funny is in the last few minutes, the joke was, what's that? Oh, that's right. The director gave up and left. (laughs) (laughs) So, and that should tell you everything. So... Let me give you the one second plot here. At an archaeological- Wait, 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 wait. I said second, I know. There's one minute. Plot? There is. An archaeological dig site finds the remains of a skeleton werewolf in the Navajo Nation near Flagstaff, Arizona. But before they can do anything, Yuri, the uh, lunatic psychoarchaeologist who's changing his hairstyle five different times in this movie. <laughs> and hair color, might I add. Uh, for some reason decides to get really mad and beat down one of the workers. (laughs) Like, he actually just punches him. (laughs) Literally, just, you guys aren't working, and he starts beating him up.
0: Fake punching.
2: This Sunday at the Royal Rumble, it's the
0: archaeologist versus the archaeologist. (laughs) Only one person digging up dead bones will walk out of this ring alive. The other one will be more dead bones.
2: They weren't even archaeologists. The three guys were just some guys they hired to dig up bones. So we'll also dig up poorly. Oh, yeah. stick a shovel in the ground. And just keep going.
1: I found something. I just chipped the
2: bones. (laughs) Hope I didn't break it, but whatever. So, and, and what's funny is the, the guy, the archaeologist punching the other guy, the other guy, uh, what was his name, Pete or something, he, he's talking about how he's so injured, but for the life of you, you don't know why until you notice that, oh, he cut himself on the teeth of the skull? Uh, okay. <laughs> And then he gets stitches, and then it turns out he becomes a werewolf because this is a skeleton of a werewolf, which the Navajo believed in, yada, yada, yada. And it becomes a movie where basically one guy named Paul, who's a writer, I guess, or a journalist, comes down to... He's a prophet. Well, he's that too. <laughs> <laughs> but he comes down to Flagstaff, and he befriends girlfriend. His, one of the... Uh, <laughs> arcus... Arcus... One of the archaeologists becomes his girlfriend. Don't even try. You're you're going in the... He's trying. He's allegedly there to write about the research so they can get money. But Yuri's just trying to too busy infect everybody with the werewolf curse so they could get money. But it's not established why. And it ends with Yuri getting killed because he gets into a fight with Paul. Because he gets into a fight with everybody. Yuri does. Yuri, the guy who punched the worker at the beginning and punches everybody else that he sees, picked up the werewolf skull and hit their guy trying to get them funding with it. Yes, <laughs> the guy that's trying to get them money walks into the lab. We need, we need money to research this
0: rare werewolf skull. <laughs> Let me beat you over the head with the, that's <laughs> as what a happens. Club.
1: And then Paul. you, you again. I think you should stop because right now the one minute plot. It's it's, It's devolving. It's all gone.
2: It's all gone. There is no plot. It's all gone. It's just people, archaeologists discovering the werewolf skeleton and trying to use it to turn other people into werewolves so they can make money and get famous. How that works, who knows? But dictator Santa for life is in it. So, Uh, which we'll talk. Oh, yeah. The guy who was the caretaker of Paul's home. What was his name? Sam? He looks like Santa Claus but walks around with a shotgun talking about how Dracula was a homosexual. <laughs> they bleeped out. They bleeped it out, but, you know. And oh. also tells people that uh, he carries it around, and uh, he says weird things are happening, and he finishes with the song, weird things are coming, weird things are going, weird things are happening tonight.
0: It's as if John Lennon lost all of his talent. And then managed to look like a a thinned out Santa Claus who happened to join a militia in Montana.
2: <laughs> but he was in Flagstaff, Arizona.
0: Right, and in Flagstaff, Arizona instead.
2: And it just, it's the weirdest thing. It might even be the Which best honestly
0: thing. sounds like the most awesome thing ever. I was going to say, I think honestly, he might be... John Lennon be the... becoming Santa Claus in a Montana militia? He actually might be. That become... could be a
1: movie that would make more sense than
0: yeah,
2: this God. film. And you know what, though? Sam might be the best character in the movie. I'm putting it out there. So,
1: well, surprisingly, he probably did some of the best Imagine
0: acting. if he sees you when you're sleeping. Yeah.
2: <laughs> So, bringing toys to all the world. <laughs> wow, it's now Scott sings. So, the uh, somebody that's, say well, he's a vigilante. Off. Sorry, no, 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 I don't no. I, I, I'm, I'm usually the he singing has one, you the guys naughty are, list. <laughs> you got, I'm normally the singing one, and I don't But I shot in the
0: light. Rudolph with my 21. <laughs> Now he's hanging above the
1: pot. I can't sing as well. I can't.
2: You think I can?
0: This is what happens if I give all of us a drink or two before the show.
2: <laughs> I'm, I'm sober. It's just, I don't know. Anyway. <laughs> so let's get on with it, shall we? Well, uh, So that's the plot, if there could be one. Uh, and the fun facts. Well, we little bit have a problem <laughs> with this one. We couldn't find any. I mean, about the movie itself. I have a few for um, the MST3K version, like Kevin Murphy, I don't know who that is, called this film a gift from God. Um, Let's see. During the host segment where Mike begins turning into a werecrow and asks Crow what to expect, Crow mentions that his voice will change every seven years or so. A reference to the fact that the actor who provided the voice of Crow changed in the show's 7th season. So, okay, that's nice and cute. Uh, at the time of the episode, Werewolf was the most recently released film to ever be featured in MST3K's 11 season run. It was beat out by episode, by the episode that featured Future War in season 10. Yet Werewolf still remains the most recently filmed movie to be featured in the series, as Future War was actually shot 4 years before it was released. Um, that's it. So... To make up for the fact that we have no actual other interesting facts, Scott has dug up some things from the stratosphere of his imagination to to fill you in on the movie Werewolf. Scott? The, The werewolf mask was provided by the actor. It was
0: reused from a Halloween costume that his son wore the previous year. This film was greenlit by the studio after the producer accidentally drunkenly ran over the director's puppy. <laughs> um, when trying to film, the, when trying to come up with a score for this movie, they couldn't find anyone who was willing to develop one. So they simply took Ken Burns, the Civil War score, and mixed it up a little bit and played it in different areas of the film.
2: Which is one of the jokes they make in this movie.
0: This film was actually also partially funded by the CIA to see if it could be used as mental warfare against their enemies to make them completely lose their mind trying to understand how something so stupid could have been funded and put on screen.
2: It turns out that they failed in this endeavor, but succeeded quite well with that one movie which shall not not be named. Project. You named it! Finally... Werewolf
0: is not a mistake. The actor actually believed that that's what it was because the creature were a man who now is a wolf and were at one point a wolf. There you have it, sickies. Oh yes, oh yes, and the skull for the werewolf is actually Steven Tyler's skull, <laughs>
2: <laughs> which come which uh, they had to give back promptly so Aerosmith could go on tour. <laughs> so uh with that whatever it was for a plot and some fun facts out of the way let's just get into our uh rips on picks and rips of the pick and picks of the rips
0: fun facts may or may not be
2: facts (laughs) so i guess we'll start with the rips what are some rips you have of this movie and usually we sickies in this month we've been going over more of the picks of the rips because that's more fun But what are some rips you have of this movie? And I'll start with, how is Yuri not in jail? I mean, the first thing he does when he shows up to a dig site, you guys are working. I'm going to start beating you up. Um, really? I noticed that the head doctor is just like, hey, guys, knock it off. If I were, if I had been in charge of that dig site, I probably would have walked up to the guy after, you know, after the fight and been like, just tell you, I'm just going to call the cops on him. Just don't press charges on me. Yeah, I would have had Yuri in jail because, yeah, I mean, come on. The first thing he does, you guys are working. I'm going to throw punches. Mm, no. That's my first rip. The fact that they thought this was normal.
0: Yeah, I don't know too many PhDs and professors <laughs> who simply walk to start walk up and start fights. I yeah. an archaeologist and archaeological dig.
2: Especially, yeah, where you might, like, roll around and damage the goods.
1: Well, speaking of damaging the
2: goods, we shall hire
1: just some guys from the Home Depot parking <laughs> lot, and they <laughs> right. will just take a shovel to the ground and Punk. Eh,
2: just, like,
1: just dig like you're digging a well. <laughs> I found bones. Yeah, because you hit them. That's not how archaeology works. You yeah. do grid searches. And you mark where you find every tiny little thing. You don't just keep. This isn't the
2: 1820s anymore. Right. Well, and you know what's funny too about this though the spe- film looks like it might have been shot, it in, might the have been 1820s. shot in the 1820s. Ray, um, Yuri also when here's a rip. So he walks into the lab, sees Paul. Here's this is the guy that's going to try to get us funding, and promptly not only beats him up one rip, two rips. He uses the skull? I mean... Your argument could be, well, he wants to inflict him a lycanthropy. At the risk of the skeleton that you need? What well, uh, well, uh, Pretty thin.
1: Well, again, this entire film was pretty thin. I mean... Well, yeah. Hey, right, we're dating now. What? Well, that yeah, went fast.
2: That, that took about a <laughs> whopping two minutes. <laughs> yeah, so... I also
0: didn't like that. This is 1996. Paul gets his in with his girlfriend by basically, no, he beats up the guy who's basically just putting the moves on her and trying to like force her out like it's, you know, the 1800s and claim her. Nice, nice um, approach to how women are supposed to be treated. Another thing. This is 1996. How in God's name do the cuts and the blood look less realistic than in the early Friday the 13th? Oh my
2: gosh, they look like you just smeared ketchup. Ketchup or red dyed water.
1: Well, it doesn't help that it's grainy as can be and like the low res and everything shot in the dark. It's like they didn't know what a light was. The
2: night scenes are the worst. They also, range from just too dark to over blue filter.
1: They also decided, I got a great idea. We'll do the some scenes that are supposed to be suspenseful at night so you don't actually know what's happening. We all know what's happening because your plot is so s- not oh subtle that gosh. we
2: see all the plot holes what, going was, a mile away. That was one of the jokes at the very end when she comes back, when the woman, Paul's love interest, Natalie, comes back, and she says... And even they guys on MS3K were like, okay, she's a werewolf. Come on, a dead person could figure this out. Oh, that's the thing. Natalie, that's the one that kept saying werewolf.
0: Here's a... I'm just going to rip this as the main plot device. It's like essence of werewolf turns (laughs) you into a werewolf. So... Is this truthfully, did we find out that this is truthfully like a DARPA project to weaponize cologne so the next time you're walking through Macy's and that perfume aisle is just spraying samples? Make sure you get out of the way. It's, it's, it's Essence de, werewolf de Lichen and if you accidentally get sprayed with it, you're a werewolf for life unless or- you can outdrive the moon. Yes. Because if you can drive away from the full moon to where it's behind a cloud, so if you can drive into cloud cover, <laughs> you can prevent your transformation. I'm not a big... Which um, is a pretty garbage weapon. How, how do we stop expert, them? I'm um, not big on werewolves, but is that normal in werewolves movie that if you can outdrive the full moon to no. cloud cover, no. you can prevent your transformation? Like, does cloud cover stop
2: it? No. Because in this movie, cloud cover seems to delay the transformation. Yeah, no, that would be a really garbage <laughs> weapon. Can you imagine that? First, DARPA spraying soldiers and turning them into werewolves. And then they're about to attack, and the enemy just goes, quick, hide over here. There's cloud cover on its way. All right, now we're good. We can just kill him like normal.
1: Well, not just that, but this this movie can't even decide its lore right. Yeah. <laughs> it, okay. Ah, yes, the Lightanthropes. Ah, yes, the Skinwalkers. Ah, yes, the Warwarks. Ah, yes, Werewolves. W- make uh, up your mind and figure out Wait. what you are going for. Are these the Skinwalkers? Are these the like light- No, they're all the same.
0: It's Werewolves. Really? <laughs> And we went um,
2: Navajo because Navajo because they were because Flagstaff, Arizona, let themselves be filmed. Oh, although uh, which is another thing. That's that's another rip, by the way. The car follow scene (laughs) where they keep clearly driving down the same street past the same (laughs) gas station. station. I mean, (laughs) it's a clear case of. This was the only block they could hire <laughs> to be closed off for the night, <laughs> because yeah, I think they might tell. have just
0: reused the footage a few times too.
2: Yeah. Oh there's d- oh, yeah. oh, most assuredly. We're not,
0: well, you know, we need to we need to be efficient here. We're just gonna film this car driving by this gas station and reuse that over and over and over again. Uh, don't drive past a gas station with identifiable features. Then, if that's what you're gonna do, yeah. <laughs> Yeah, normally when you do
1: scenes where you recycle like that... Angles. Angles, and you also do, like, trees. Different sides? Where you just go pine trees. Who cares? There's a bunch of trees on the side. If you recycle it, no one's really going to notice I- because it's just trees. If you go by the same gas station that has the same sign at the same angle with the same price... We notice. Which, by the way, I'm crying at that price, by the way.
0: Yeah. And they made a joke. Look, how high are those gas exactly. prices? Where are they? Those well, it was 1996, like $1.30. 1996, it was a dollar.
2: Nineteen ninety-six, that was expensive, okay? Oh. But when when they um what am I thinking? Oh, when I my wife and I saw them filming what was it, Fast and Furious 8 that was filmed in Cleveland. And we walked outside, we were on the street, they were filming a car chase. Aside from the fact they filmed the same scene at thousand times they had a camera car driving in between taking multiple different angles shots and everything so they could make the street look much longer when in reality it was literally just the distance between public square and uh, what was that prospect maybe it was a short distance
0: yes but that movie had a professional sim- cinematographer oh, yeah, absolutely! and this movie had and- the director's drunk uncle Billy Bob
2: <laughs> exactly <laughs> <laughs> who was working for peanuts and beer? So, oh
0: no, we don't need a cinematographer. My uncle Billy Bob will film it for beer bushlight. <laughs> yeah.
2: Billy beer, I'll take it. I'll take Billy beer. So, hey, six pack, you got it. <laughs> yeah. We can only pay you and Jenny. Ah, as long as you throw in some peanuts, I'll be all right. We got to have a
0: conversation. The quality we're getting the dailies here, and it's it's the quality is not good. We're reducing you to Milwaukee's beast. <laughs>
2: <laughs> and, you lo- and you're and you not getting planters peanuts anymore. Ah, well. <laughs>
0: Sawdust shavings. Actually, we sent someone into Texas Roadhouse and we picked up what's left on the floor at the end of the night.
2: <laughs> if you're lucky, there might be some actual peanuts left in some of the shelves. That might be better than planters. <laughs> hey, I like planters. <laughs> planters peanuts are what they give you at Roadhouse. So, anyway... Uh, any more rips before we get to the Picks of the Rips?
0: The entire film. Oh, well, that's fair.
2: <laughs> that's fair. Oh, um, wait, wait. The doctor. The
0: doctor. Oh. The film went. And this leads right into the Picks of the Rips.
2: What's The that? doctor,
0: like, we <laughs> put the guy there with. a werewolf in the neonatal ward. And <laughs> then the guy's like, he's sneaking into the room like he's not supposed to be there. Yeah. <laughs> like. Yes, I am a doctor. I this am is supposed to be here. my patient. Now let me sneak into this room in a way that makes it look like I'm completely not supposed to be here. And we're not sure who this psychopath is and what's going on with him and what this transformation is and what drugs he might have taken. Let's put him next to the baby.
2: Yeah. <laughs> you know, and that's another one that Yuri. Okay, we can confirm, in fact, that his hairstyle changes multiple times in this movie. Not just style, but color. He goes from dark black to gray to blonde to blonde to peppered to greased back. They just can't, like, it's clear that this was probably filmed over like a six month period and he showed up whenever he could. Cause, yeah, and they make jokes about it, but that's also a rip. So, well, I think uh, then we could start the picks of the rips and boy, do I got a lot. For example, at the beginning. When they hear a car coming and says, someone says, what was that? "Eh, it must be a car on the road. Yeah, one of those cars that sounds like a wolf.
0: (laughs) (laughs) I was actually smart this week and and wrote down, actually I should say, typed down in my phone. Me too. Which ones I liked. And I will start with the first fight scene. Brooks and Dunn finally have it out. (laughs) 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 Just being a country music fan growing up. It made, me, it made me chuckle. He's a hardworking archaeologist, They're gonna fight it <laughs> out.
2: Or the they are. They also make the the. Uh, and this is why you don't put Marshall Tucker in charge of your dig site.
1: Well, I also liked uh, dictator for life Santa.
2: Oh yes. dictator for life, Sa- president for life Santa Claus. <laughs>
0: oh, that was Sam. Yes,
2: they've got the one guy that gets kicked
0: out of the movie early. <laughs> you just walk out Goodbye, of his.
2: Bye, Joe. <laughs> They
0: just walk out of his perm halfway through. But they said, this movie's got Martin Sheen's brother in it. It makes you feel better. I also thought he looked like the golfer Phil Mickelson. Uh-huh.
2: But, but then, too, he kept coming back, and the joke was, can I be back in the movie? Or, Joe, what are you doing back in the movie?
1: Well, what about Paul the entire time they were
2: <laughs> talking Oh. oh, yes, your letters to the yeah. epistles. Hey, Paul. Yes. Hey, Paul. <laughs> hey Paul! I love your letter to the Philippians. Yeah. Hey, that- Paul. Do you think you should write another letter to the Colossians? <laughs>
0: that was my favorite rip. It honestly was just a subtle it Paul, I loved your letter to the Philippians. No, it's like... Oh, I- I just started cracking up out loud. I don't know why. There's just a subtlety to that. That is a deep pull
2: yeah. to say to go with Paul in a letter to the
0: Philippians.
2: Uh going back to the beginning when they first find the skeleton and the main doctor is trying to explain he thinks it's a were a werewolf. And he says, at the risk of sounding nuts, they finish the line with, I'm replacing my toes with grapes.
0: <laughs> I remember that one.
2: And uh, of course, the whole. Werewolf? No, werewolf. Lincolnthrope? Is a word I'm gonna have to look up now.
1: Oh one that will not would not be made today, but was fantastic. You have the Native American sitting in the hospital. And (laughs) what does you get when the doctor walks up to him? What would he say? Well, what did they say? I forget. We picked up some trash off the
0: side oh, of the highway. Oh, does that make you feel
2: better? So much trash on the highway.
0: I like at one point they go, now we're just playing the soundtrack to Ken Burns' Civil War. Yeah. <laughs> I also like when they said, um, you know, I, some of these I've tipped off already because I've said them, but they're like, Steven Tyler's skull.
2: <laughs> or, or whenever they show the skull, ah! or Ave Maria. They got the, the mouth is open wide. They got
0: the one guy that looks like Bob Vila. They're like, Bob
2: Vila, no. So basically here, what we're doing here, Bob, is we're getting killed by a werewolf.
0: <laughs> and then at one point they show a mural. And the actually not a good sign when the action in your movie is offstaged by a mural.
2: <laughs> Which is also, then it shows the Native Americans in the sky. Hey, thanks for killing us. Enjoy taking our land. <laughs> He said it's crazy horse in this guy. Um and then uh, oh, oh when they show a ceiling fan a long time the film's biggest fan. <laughs> and then it shows then it shows a building for a long time. Man, they are establishing the heck out of this building.
0: Oh, they're in that they're in the bar and they're like this is a movie that's not, a, not afraid to spend some time in a bar or playing pool. <laughs> Like I don't know what was going on in that scene. She's playing <laughs> she pool drops the like, pool cue. Hey, you <laughs> dropped the pool cue. You're gonna have to pay for that. What was that scene
2: supposed to be establishing? I can't even figure it out.
0: Oh, when they,
1: they had oh. to fill a couple minutes.
2: Oh, when going back to Did the they? hospital. Going back to the hospital. First, the doctor, the actual doctor. That when he leaves, uh, the nurse walks in and goes, "I'm gonna pull the plug just for the heck of it," <laughs> and then she goes. Bad news, we have to remove your continent. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, I know that's, you know. Or, (laughs) hey, they're at the dig site. Hey, look, an ancient beer can. (laughs) (laughs) Or when they hear the baby crying. Man, infants are such babies. (laughs) Well, again, this made the movie bearable.
1: This joke. Oh, yeah. They They had so much to carry. Side
0: note, I was pissed off when they had the baby cry for no reason whatsoever because I was watching this with my daughter next to me who was eight weeks old and I looked over because I thought she was crying. (laughs) She had been asleep and I'm like, no, she's awake. So why would you do this? There's no point to it. Some of us have babies in the house and we don't, we're looking for a few minutes of not having a crying baby. Screw you, movie.
2: (laughs) Or, uh, oh, back to the uh, two things while the werewolf was on the table. The doctor comes. Oh, Yuri don't comes you mean up, the
1: terrible, werewolf, the terrible in the werewolf. The the
2: werewolf, werewolf in the bed? The werewolf transforming in the bed. So the doctor comes and injects. Yuri comes to inject him, and then he goes. The inject after injecting the wolf. Oh, sorry, I thought you were Robert Downey Jr. <laughs>
1: <laughs> what about uh, then, the driving scene?
2: Oh wait, I'm not there yet. Okay. Oh, you're also, getting there. Okay. Oh, I definitely. And then as they sh- zoom in on them from the moon. As a recuperating werewolf, I'm very happy with my Craftmatic adjustable bed. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, when they later see the le- skeleton on the table in the lab, man, people really love the whole roasted werewolf buffet. <laughs> or when Yuri goes into the lab during the party, well, first he's at the party, and then he turns around and you have Yuri's looking at people. Yeah, free samples of me. <sighs> And then when they tell him to take a walk as he tries to start a fight with Paul, go take a walk. Yeah, I'll take a walk to Kirk Douglas's house. <laughs> and then uh, he gets there and he convinces the security guard to go into the lab with him. Oh, yes, and, and have like, a drink. Yeah, oh, like, yes. you want a drink? We'll drink to the werewolf. Yeah, well, I'll drink to lint. so nothing special there. <laughs> <laughs> and um, Not much persuading you have to do with this guy. <laughs> and then... Uh, he drinks it, and the guard is like, "Champagne, yeah!" And then after he passes out, I hated to knock him out, but he was due for his tetanus. <laughs> and uh, what's the subject matter? You're right, subject doesn't matter. <laughs> and um, they're like, oh, when he and he's trying to turn the security guard into a werewolf, and it's like, yeah, basically. So I'm trying to make a werewolf who sits at a desk and asks people to sign in, uh, which then goes. Oh, and then when the, that which goes those to the card chase, follows, and the guy, the guard, who's like turning into a werewolf while driving, and they keep showing the moon, and it's like the full moon doggedly refuses to wane. <laughs> and then later on, make a comment for the third week now the moon room has remained full. <laughs> yeah,
1: it's surprising how that full moon stayed a full moon for the whole like week that yeah. it was supposed to go
2: on for. But all the jokes while he was driving, you know, like, "Ah, I feel like, (laughs) I was tired, but now I feel like sniffing butts all night. (laughs) Or, man, now that i got a car, the caribou don't stand a chance. (laughs) I don't know. Which one did
1: you have, Thomas? Oh, no, I was going to go with the sniffing butts one. But, (laughs) I mean, it was just like, oh, that's so good. It Uh, fits with what's going on, which
0: was nothing. I'm (laughs) going
2: to follow the heck out of this guy. This
0: this uh, this week reaffirmed my belief that um, the MST3K with Mike Nelson is the better version of oh, the Oh, yeah. Joel
2: was good, but Mike was better,
0: for sure. Um, Even the skits were better. Him turning into a werecrow was fantastic.
2: Oh, yeah. Well, yeah. With uh, Well,
1: it ended fan- so, that, so well at the end there with him in full go. Oh, you have to hit the button with your head. Ah, yes.
2: <laughs> or... Uh, same with the car chase when the the guard suddenly hits the barrels he turned the security guard turns into a werewolf and crashes into some barrels they're like did those just jump out of nowhere so your goal is to turn security guard kill all the security guards by turning into a werewolf so when they drive they crash into stuff well it seems to be working so far <laughs> <laughs> yeah. what else you guys got I think you I hit got, most of them I got a few more but Oh, I, I'm trying to Go,
0: think I have read all of the ones that I wrote down.
2: Uh when they when the where when Paul turns into a werewolf, which takes about twenty years. Oh, uh, the
0: entire time in
1: his bed that's yeah. just, and then goes to the side of the bed. Then the <laughs> and other gramps, side and then he grabs goes, it
2: yeah. and he's like, ah, man, if only I could fart. <laughs> uh but then he sneaks up on lover's kissing and he's like, Butter die kisses. And then the guy uh so, he follows this, he kills the guy, and then follows the woman, and they, she gets to this muddy part, she's running away from Paul the werewolf, and they're like, hey, that's pre mudded, and she falls down, and he's like, what, is, is she suddenly a medieval wench? <laughs> uh Let's see. That was a... A terrible scene that mud. Oh yeah, it was a well because the way he killed him, he's like she just looks like. Are you are you just slapping her? What are you What are you doing? Well, not just her that, but
1: hooking stuck in the mud that is barely, yeah. up past the,
0: barely touching the tops of the shoes at best. Yeah, it was. I do have a pick of the rips that I remember in the, in in the beginning fight scene, it said, sounds like somebody's punching sides of beef off camera. (laughs) It did. That was a horrible fight scene that I won't say it was worse than Kirk versus the Gorn,
2: but it was was pretty bad. Um, then when Paul's running around the street, uh, as a werewolf after the bar scene, and he gets beat up by a pedestrian and they're like, not a good sign when your werewolf's getting the crap kicked out of him by a random person. And then he's jumping on someone's car and they're like, What are you doing? I'm playing, all right? <laughs> um then when he attacks Sam and Sam's like, God help me, and then this is God. We reviewed it in committee, and no, we're not going to save you. Uh, When he's dressed like a werewolf, which, by the way, the mask of that was pretty good if it were 1980. 1962? That would have been bad in 1980. 1996, it was
0: pretty bad.
2: When did Teen Wolf come out?
0: Uh, 84, 80, something like that. Okay, so that mask was not good in 1980.
2: No, it wasn't as good at all, no. But, um. But when it showed the close-up of Paul in that werewolf mask, they're like, look, it's Fruit Brute. Which, for those of you who don't know, Fruit Brute was the monster cereal that we never got. There was Count Chocula, Frankenberry, Booberry, Fruity Yummy Mummy, which was a limited time, which I do remember, and Fruit Brute, which was a werewolf, which we never got. I only remember the first three. However, Fruit Brute... Did show up in the movie Pulp Fiction. A quick random sci-fi
0: melody rabbit hole aside. Best monster cereal.
2: Oh, gosh. That's Frankenberry. A, that's a hard one for me because every year at Halloween when those cereals come out, my wife gets them for me because I'm a child still. And, um, and I love Halloween too much. That's a tough call. I can't choose. I cannot choose. Wait, you're a child
0: still? We're grown men sitting in a room reviewing science fiction movies surrounded by toys, dolls, posters, and models. And
2: WWE replica I finally admitted it. I finally admitted it. And you mean uh, me playing cards
1: and dice and stuff? Wait.
2: I've come to the kids. I've come to the terms, okay? But the point is, I can't answer which one is the best, all right? Frankenberry's good. But I, I can't. What, what one are you going to say is comparable then? What? Uh, the, Frankenberry. the monster cereals? Yeah. Well, there's Count Chocula, Frankenberry, Booberry, Fruity Yummy Mummy, and Fruit Brute. Now, I haven't had Fruit Brute ever, and Fruity Yummy Mummy I haven't had in a while. Now, last year they did have a sampler box with all of them put together. I don't know if you can but, count, count, count Chocula, really? Of course you can.
0: Count you, they were
2: the same monster family, um, but I can't. That when they did the sampler box, you don't know which pieces are the fruit. fruit. Well, you know, but you I don't just, really
0: taste it. I don't feel like this should be that hard of a question. It's like I'm asking a, It's like I'm asking a parent to choose between their kids. I mean, it's Count Chocula, it's Frankenberry, or it's Booberry.
2: I can't choose. They're you all like pretty them all? good. You, you I like, like them all. all.
0: Yes.
2: Wow. Why is that such a shock?
0: I'm the maiden of moderation who always finds a way to get this into the middle ground. This isn't a moderation
2: <laughs> thing. This is a, I can't choose between a but, cereal preference. I,
0: I'm gonna come down to this, man. I can't say you're binary anymore. Well,
2: I've been Well,
0: not just you that. that, but
1: there's a big difference between those. One's a chocolate, and the others. I mean, really, I you know, can't even but I just, take one. You can't go. Well, no, I don't I like chocolate as much as the What's others. What's your favorite, Thomas? I would have to go with Booberry.
0: Okay,
2: and that's I just can't choose. Okay, they're all. You're good. going with
0: Booberry and you're wrong. It's Frankenberry. I'm
2: getting, I'm getting all three. Okay. <laughs> you know what? I can go for that one, but
1: Count chocolate is at the bottom. I don't like chocolate, but I can at least figure that one out. I'll get all
2: three. Okay, and I do it every it's a year. Sci-fi I'm
0: malady out. conclusion. Count chocolate. sucks. Are you mixing them all say together that. now?
2: No, they already did that in a box last year. They have a special monster mash where they put them all in a box. Do you like them all together? It was okay. Oh, I great! Now, it. so
1: you you can you're saying you gotta enjoy side.
2: You know, it's it's this isn't like the Avengers. You have to have the monsters in their own separate.
0: <laughs> do 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 do. What this is actually telling us is that Mark's inability to pick his favorite monster cereal says. That he has learned that you have to accept that there is goodness in life from all corners and that you can't get lost quantifying which is your favorite. And you just simply must enjoy the things that make you happy. And that what makes you happy sometimes is embracing your inner child and admitting that it's okay in some things, that things that you liked as a kid you still like today and still make you happy. The lesson today, the deep meaning today, is stop trying to figure out what makes you happiest and enjoy the things that make you happy, like Count Chocula, Booberry, and Frankenberry.
2: (laughs) Do-do-do-do-do-do-do. Don't take my line. (laughs) Embrace your childhood. This has been Scott's Faulty Deep Meaning. (laughs) Uh, But... That's pretty much that that derail tells you where this movie is, because aside from the comment, I'm trying to fill time, we were at, at 30 some ed, minutes at the very end of the movie. The last joke that got a laugh was when the two when Natalie and Paul were werewolves and they just said, Mr. and Mrs. Bo plenty. And that was the last joke that put me over. But uh, yeah, we ended with the serial discussion. So I guess that means it's time to rate this thing. How many werewolves are we giving it? Now, remember, too, we have to rate it. How many werewolves do we give the movie itself versus how many do we give this version of MS3K?
1: Okay. I will give the movie one.
2: That sounds reasonable.
1: One werewolf.
2: That sounds reasonable.
1: It's trash. It's shot terribly. There is no plot. It hurts. It literally makes me... My brain hurt. I would have turned it off within the first five minutes of seeing this film. Because it's trash. It should never have been made. Now, the MSK guys managed to bump it up quite a bit. Because they had lines that hit. That, you know, some were topical and, you know, a little time in the past and don't hit quite as well. You don't know some of the stuff back then. But it works. It's good. And they keep you laughing. And they bring up stuff again and again, which they do a very good job of. I'm going to say seven. I I think they bring it up to a seven because they actually
0: bring an enjoyability to
1: it. Oh,
0: goodie. The movie Werewolf gets a zero and a kick to the balls of the producer who greenlit this film even straight to video. I'm not going to dignify this movie with the discussion of why I give it a zero. (laughs) It is a zero, and the first ever kick to the balls of the producer who greenlit and funded it. The MST3K guys get a seven and a half here, because they made this an enjoyable hour and a half of watching possibly one of the most ungodly bad movies I've ever seen. And I'm saying that a lot recently. Thank you, Mark. But every week you find something that is somehow worse than the week before.
2: Well, before I rate it, then you'll be happy to know that next month you should appreciate the topic more. Uh, But I'll cover that in a sec. I enjoyed this month. Oh, good. Well, I mean, like, okay, fine. Uh, So anyway, how do I give this? Yeah, I agree with Thomas. The movie itself was a one- Maybe a two on a good day for me. Uh, but the MS3K1, I'm giving this a an eight or a nine because it got the most laughs. And I would say the jokes were mostly timeless. Uh, they are not hyper-specific. There were some very period- That
0: gas price joke. He can age well. Well, it, well, it's
1: exactly, but the thing Hey, is, I was happy to get my gas at
0: under $5 today,
2: okay? So, but the joke is timeless, because even when gas eventually lowers in price, it's not going to lower to that level, so it's still, there's almost, it's almost like when you look back and go, Coke is 10 cents? That's outrageous! Yeah, shut up, 1964 person. Um, but... At any rate, the jokes were much more in that regard. They weren't specific to the time period. There were a few, but not so many. And I got a lot, probably the most amount of laughs, other than Space Mutiny, which, um, real quick, without getting into, no ratings or anything like that, which would be your favorite MST3K movie from this month? Prince of Space, Time of the Apes, uh, Space Mutiny, or Werewolf? And I would probably say the one that got the most laughs, it's a tie between Werewolf and Space Mutiny for me. I, um, space uh, Space Mutiny was the one with, like, split chest hair, okay, punch yes, rock groin.
1: That one's my favorite. It it, it it
0: does grow old, but it still holds out just long enough, so I think that's my favorite. This one nudges it out slightly for me because even with the gold that was in Space Mutiny, I was ready for Space Mutiny to be over. I I wasn't so much counting down the seconds until this one was over. Mm. The comedy and the parody kept me invested in this one so that I didn't feel like, is it over yet? Oh my God, there's still 25 more minutes of this. So yeah, I'll go with this one. It was close. Space Mutiny is a close second, but this one to me definitely um, was my favorite MST3K of the month that we watched.
2: Well, both of these films have a connection, too. Both of them have characters that look like Santa. Remember, in Space Mutiny, there was the one commander who made the joke, I don't know if this helps, but uh, ho, ho, ho. (laughs) Or when they said, we're going to have to shut this down. Oh, but what about the children? (laughs) This has
0: no bearing on anything, but I'd be remiss if I didn't say it, and I can hear Ethan telling me, how did you not see it? There is a Star Trek The Next Generation tie-in connection. What's my next point? Noel plays Baran in the Season 7 episode Gambit, Part 1 and Part 2. Season 7 of Next Gen? Of Next Gen. Uh, Baran is a captain of a mercenary ship uh, who wants to kill Picard, who is serving on the ship under the alias of Galen because he's been kidnapped while on vacation in a bar. And eventually, Riker gets kidnapped too in an away mission to kind of figure out what's going on with Picard, proving that the Enterprise was just horribly incompetent in this episode. And um, then uh, Picard wins the trust of, like, the second officer, kills Boran, and then gets double-crossed by the Vulcan, who isn't a Vulcan but is a Romulan, uh, to find the ancient weapon uh, that is a thought resonator that gets defeated by peace. Yeah, that's that episode. Okay,
2: there's your Star Trek reference. So I did see it, Ethan. Did you see it? <laughs> <laughs> Send that message to us at our either, uh, well, Ethan can text us directly, or the rest of you could do so at our Discord, which I'll get to in a minute. But next month, yeah, um, screw it. I'm already on a path. So you could contact us at our Discord, where you can also find out about the other wonderful shows on Sci-Fi Malady, or Raving Loon Media, such as Sci-Fi Malady. But also the Casatorium, which was uh, The Watcher recently came out. That was a lot of fun. You could also get the Case of the Chills, which will one day hopefully be about a haunted elevator. And within a day or two, you should be getting the next episode of Zodiac Task Force. And look out, sickies, if you ever wanted to try your hand at voice acting. Go to our Discord page and look at Lines Needed because a few new roles dropped for... The uh, next episode's coming up that I've written, so keep your eyes out for that. Always, there's always new room for new roles. Uh, you can also send us messages directly at mm-hmm.
0: www.wormality.ravinglunaticmedia.com, ravinglunaticmedia.com, ravinglunaticmedia.com. Why did my voice crack like I'm going through puberty again? Rage master. What's left for them to do? Stay six seconds. And Watch out for Carol Basket. Anyway, uh, just blame it on Rock when all else oh, fails, man. man just, whipping boy Rock. Yep, throw Rock under the bus. You got that
2: right. Anyway.
1: Watch out, Malady Man. I will have
0: my revenge. <laughs>